Welcome to Stand Up Speak Out UK presents That Was The News That Was. One day I will do that pre-recording. But my week is not, I suppose, I'm, I'm dedicated. You know, I'm spending a lot of time either talking to other people, doing research... I'm like, now I'm doing this recording. What the time now? It's 9.30. Thursday evening. And maybe I've missed more news by do while doing this. Because at the moment it's coming out like fast as anything. But, as you know, I try to look for a theme. My theme this week is change. And it's been a week of change, I think. For more people than we suspect. So let's go back to last Friday night. Last Friday night, it is reported that Sue Ellen Bradman, after all moaning about the police, police, spoke to the police person and said, I have faith in you. I'm going to say to you now, I don't think that happened. Sue Ellen Bradman, and people say, why do I call her Sue Ellen Everybody calls her Sue Ella. Sue Ellen is her real name. Not Sue Ella. And she's... It's a nice, nice... I think if you hear somebody say, Oh, I'm Sue Ella. What do you think? They're nice, aren't they? Well, I don't think she is nice. I personally think she's a nasty piece of work. But that's a personal feeling. Remember I always said to you that sometimes I'll say things you would totally disagree with me. And that is your right. We live in a democracy. I just happen to like it. The podcast. Why don't you set a podcast and do the Anti-Ian podcast? Got a nice name to it, hasn't it? So let's go back. So the march went off on Saturday. And the Palestinian Peace March. Not as who other described it. Oh, I'm calling it that now. Sue Ellen described it a hate march, pro hate. There were some Hamas there, unfortunately, and they were saying the usual, I think, rubbish. And there were some arrests. But two miles away, there was the far right come out. They'd come out tooled up with knives. And some of them were pissed. And they said to the police, we're here to protect the cenotaph. The march was going to go nowhere near the cenotaph. They were looking for trouble. I'm going to tell you an example of the stupid thing about trouble. I am a football fan. I support what I consider the greatest team in the world. I'll tell you what it is. The mighty Spurs. But I do realise there are people who for some reason, support other teams. One of my best friends, he supports West Ham. How disgusting. But it's his right. I truly believe that everybody has a right choice. That is in my world. Maybe not in other people's worlds. And when I was um, a job club coach, I used to lecture on equal opportunities. I talked about football. And it's the same thing with politics. Some people are so fanatic about what they're doing. Nobody else exists. But that's an aside. But think about this. 
that you have a right to decide what you want. You might not disagree. Actually, uh, Wednesday, I was going to Iceland uh, to get something. I was coming out. I like to mention this woman how I didn't like Suella Bradford. She said, I like her. I think she's quite right about the refugees. They're, they're a drain on our commodity. Now we discussed, now we didn't shout each other, didn't call each other idiots. Might have crossed both our minds. Didn't mean she was giving her point of view. Unfortunately, with Sue Ellen, her point of view is the only point of view that matters. And I would put her among a fanatic. So after all these arrests on Sunday, Saturday night, what she say? How wrong the police commissioner was. That's why I suspect she never approved him on a Friday. Fully out hours, she's approving, and 24 hours later, she's not. Huh. And I must admit, Sunday I thought, what's going to happen? This is ridiculous. Sunak is now proven to me in my eyes that he's weak. I always put him as, um, he's like me, an intellectual. Now I have been in fights, unfortunately. Try and talk my way out of them. Some of them I have, some of them I haven't. But I don't imagine he's been in any real big tussle. He talks about being a man of the people, remember? At one stage. Well, I'd be a man of the people if, uh, if I had much money as him. Because I'd be saying to people, yeah, I'll have a drink. I don't drink, by the way. Now, I woke up Monday morning. I, I was doing my research to rather late Sunday night. I do re- every day I'm doing research for this. I see the headlines. Bravman sacked. The next minute I hear James Cleverly, who I'm going to talk about very soon, will now be taking over the Home Office. He was the Foreign Secretary. And, but who's taking over the Foreign Office? None other than our previous Prime Minister, David Cameron, who I have a bit of a dislike to, because when Brexit vote came in, that sure, he voted to remain. I voted to remain. But my thought is that these political people are our employees. And sometimes you have to do things you don't like. But he decided to go. And I thought, what would happen again? Why bring him back? He was made a lord. He's not an MP. He doesn't answer the House as such. Very confusing times. And we've got to see what happens. Although in Maggie Thatcher's day, there's the lord. Um, so nothing really happened. And then Tuesday morning, another bombshell hit. Sue Ellen Braverman sent, sent a copy of her letter to the papers. And it was published word for word. At the very beginning, she says, Dear Prime Minister, I can't remember if she's a dear Prime Minister. I know she didn't mean it. She's a dear. Um, you asked me to resign. Hold on a minute. I saw she was sacked. I've actually been in a position where I was either asked to resign or I'll get sacked. And I suspect that's what it was with her. She was going to get the bullet anyway. But for her it sounds nicer. It's also still bringing power in her court. <coughs> it was a three-page letter. I would say a quarter of that letter was very nice. 
And then, and then she hits out about his weakness, about that he'd agreed with her to do certain things. One, the boats is one of them. And there's a document. There's an actual document of everything they agreed to. Now, she never said he signed the document, I noticed. But she said he agreed to it. So surely there's some notation. Why the hell has nobody asked to see this bloody document? Excuse the language. That's the strongest language I, I would ever use. I don't swear. Oh, if I do swear, then I've lost it. Yeah, why has nobody asked to see this document? Yeah, sure, Suella, you, you say all these things. Nobody, papers, nobody. They've just seen the letter. Sunak has ignored the letter. But on the Wednesday, the decision about Rwanda was going to be revealed. Now, I hoped it was going to be refused, and it was. The grounds were that Rwanda's not a safe place to go to. And I agree, that's the reason I don't want them to go there. Also, I thought it was stupid. Myself, for other reasons. But Rwanda has a history of uh, murder. Let's say that. Um, they actually had some refugees from another country. They sent them back there to get killed. How do we know this one happened here? They've actually... Some people disagreed with the, the ruling party or whatever it is. I think it's a dictatorship. I mean, looked into it. So somebody might be able to correct me on this. They killed them because they disagreed. We live in a democracy. Well, we're supposed to. I have doubts about it sometimes. So they refused. Lots of things are happening. Then that afternoon, Sunak stood up and said, we will put a special ruling. The government will put a special ruling out to get these planes back to Rwanda. I think, why is he doing this? This is not the Sunak I know. The friendly guy who laughs all the time. And virtually we see him, most of the time he's smiling. Even if he's telling you, you know, bad news. I thought about it. And I think I'm a good interpreter of human behaviour. I think it's to prove that he's tough. And if you think about it, when people usually are told they're not something, and they go the other way, they go OTT with it. And that's what he's doing at the moment. He's going OTT. And we have a problem here. You know, I have read an article today that said it will never go through the House of Lords because most people in the House of Lords reject it. The far right wants it, and there are about hundreds, I heard, in MPs who are far right. I'm talking of the, of the Conservatives. 125 middle ground, they can't decide what way to turn this up, you know. Will there be a two nights in a battle to prove he's worth being the Prime Minister? He should have sacked Suella Bradman weeks ago. Why did he bring her in? And I think I've said this. She actually helped him get votes. Now I've heard 
now that she only brought seven votes with her. So why? But she could have been the token far-right person to try and bring the party together, which he's got to do. He's not succeeding. He's now brought from the far-right Esther McVeigh. And she's the common sense minister. I wonder how much common sense there is there. But let me talk about James Cleverly, who's taken over uh, Bradford's post. He was the Foreign Secretary, according to what I've heard. He did a good job. He did fuck all. Sorry, bad word. Beep! He did nothing. He just a peaceful life, and some ministers do. They, the position, I think, Dottie Doris is a prime example. Minister of Culture. Well, I come from Liverpool. You know, I went to grammar school. I wonder if she ever went to school sometimes. I, I'm not impressed by Dotty Doris. And I call it Dotty, it's like a book. I'm thinking about this incredible book. It's a cabal running, running in the country. I know who they are, she said. Of course, in the book, she doesn't say who they are. Normal thing. Sell the book. Great way, isn't it? Um, and then she said, Dominic Cummings is part of it. Of course, she's madly in love with Boris. She has a bit. And later, Boris has actually said, last week, uh, I might have mentioned this, I thought it was very humorous to read this quote, uh, Dominic Cummings brought Sunak in to be the Prime Minister. Dominic Cummings is now nothing to do with the government. He's not part of this cabal. It's all a load of What's the word? Hogwash. That's it. Let's be polite. So now we have a Prime Minister who doesn't care about the human rights court. And if we do reject this and find another way, we join, don't worry, we're not alone. We join two countries, Russia and Belarus. I don't know about Belarus, but Russia's a dictatorship. So are we going to become a dictatorship? That's my question to you. It could happen. We're really, really treading bad waters right now. But let's move all this aside. I'm going to come back to it. Although today, a friend of mine contacted me. And I can't decide what to do. I'll take. I'll share with you now my quandary. Even next Friday, I I devote the whole program to what he wants to bring up, and I'll tell you what it is. It's about refugees, and it's quite interesting. I think it, and only few people know about it. And he spoke to me. He had it in the paper, but people seem to trust me. I think it must be my good looks. So I've said to him, I'm going to meet him this Sunday. We're going to record an interview. Now, even next Friday, I'm going to make it. Bang! The new thing, because definitely it won't take 10 minutes for him, because I'll be asking questions. Or I do a special during the week. Tempted to do a special. Well, we. I'm getting big. No, I'm not. I'm just me. But this podcast is all about informing you. And I don't know, it's an area I'm interested in. 
And that brings me to my final news item. I was interested in this week. Oh yeah, um, they still can't decide about Israel. But let's leave that aside. I said no wars here. Not except it's the war in the Conservative Party, then I enjoy it. But I read an article in a paper. I read loads of articles. And this was about that north. They're going to close this hotel. They have refugees living there. And these refugees will now become Suella, hear this. Suella, hear this. Genuinely homeless. Remember her statement? The British people are very passionate about the genuine homeless. When she talked about the tents. She talks about the back of the, you know what. So these people are not having anywhere to live for Christmas. I think that's terrible. I'm not a Christian. Okay. Um... I believe in God, that's it. I was brought up as a Jewish person, I'll tell you that. But I still believe the Palestinians had the right to march. I'm not that closed. I actually believe anybody has the right to say anything. Except, say my team's rubbish. There we are. I've got it out now. Because it would worry me. But let's go back to this. Hotels that are going to close down. Well, they're not going to close now. Go chuck them out. There's no money. Um, in a few weeks' time, I've got a lady called Shannon Johnson come on. And I've asked her, it's one of her specialties, housing, to talk about temporary housing. And that's, we conclude the hotels in this. At the moment, the country is spending £1.7 billion pounds on temporary housing. What do we do? How do we combat this thing? I don't know, honestly. I wish I did. Make me your Prime Minister. I think I'd do a terrible job. No, I would not be. One, somebody once said to me, a priest once said to me, said, Ian, you make a great politician. No, I would not. I'm sorry to blabber on like this, but it is worrying. Um, but that's it. That's the news this week. Change. I think the Conservative Party is changing. And I don't... I'm not a Conservative. I respect if you want to vote Conservative. I respect if you want to vote Labour. I expect you even even if you want to vote UKIP, which I have, I would never vote if I was dying. But it's your right. But now all of a sudden, we're edging into what what could be called a dictatorship, and that worries me. Thank you. Now I can tell you who's coming on next Monday and that's a person to listen to. Mr. Matt Downey who's an OPE. God, I never knew that in all the years I've known him he was one. I want one. Nah, wouldn't. Um, he's coming on. He is CEO of Crisis. 
And at the beginning, we actually spoke just about Christ. And then all of a sudden, Matt used to be the policy director of Crisis before he came to see you. Um, we do occasionally, uh, I, when he has a spare moment, I've got a spare moment, we discuss the current situation. I respect him greatly and I've realised now he respects me. And, uh, what do I know? I'm just me. But he's got a very good grasp of things. He does deal with the top hitters. But he's not like some people I know who hit till the hot hitters. Everybody else doesn't matter. He really... I would describe him as he's passionate to end homelessness. And I said to him, that would never happen. But he said, no, well, I think you have to have that. Those sort of people around who are passionate. So I say, listen to next Monday. It's quite interesting. And he turned the tables on me. He asked my opinion. Monday's show is not about my opinion. This show is about, I can say, my opinion. But not Monday. So, please listen to that. And if you've got the idea, would you like a special? I can't decide at the moment. I think I probably will go for the special. But it sounds, I'm only just dying. Am I trying too much too soon? You know, um, I'm quite happy with, I've got loads of downloads. I'm happy, I'm just dying. And I've got to do publicity. And I'm all on my bed. I have a friend of mine called Neil who helps me clean up the recordings and he designed the logo. I only put one thing into it. I said the colour. I didn't like yeah, different colour. And he agreed that one worked. By the reason. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Can I wish you a very good weekend? Unfortunately, it's for us football fans, it's the internationals. And England's going to play a tough team called Malta. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I am fanatical about my football. Have a nice weekend, and I hope you enjoy yourself. And I hope you tune in on Monday. Bye.